Welcome to Mobile Armor Radio, the podcast for all things Mecha. And welcome to a special edition of Mobile Armor Radio. My name's Rob. I'm Brian. And I'm Chopper. This one we're going to do a quick overview, something a little different than normal. We got uh, we got a special press kit from uh, our Talisorian Games for Cyberpunk. Uh, Cyberpunk Red. The, the core book's mm-hmm. coming out today, as you hear this. If you're listening on the first day this comes out. And we're doing a little preview of it. Something a little different. We might do more of these if uh, other things come up. We like it. And they were nice enough to send it to us, so we thought, hey, let's do a little overview. Yeah. Why not, right? It's like a podcast unboxing. That's right. Or a book. A, a book unboxing. An unbooking. Does that work? Uh, yeah, so Cyberpunk, if anybody's not familiar with Cyberpunk, the original game came out in 1988. It was like right on the cusp of the Cyberpunk being a thing. Mm-hmm. So it uh, was right at the beginning, and the guy who wrote it was Mike Pondsmith, and he uh, he pretty much popularized cyberpunk, not just role-playing, but also in general. Like, it was one of the first things that had the big cyberpunk expansion going on. So after that, there was Cyberpunk 2020, then there's version 3, and this is version 4, called Cyberpunk Red. And it's all, all the versions take place within the same timeline. It just progresses the timeline. So obviously the first one was, I think in 2000, something like that. 2020 was obviously in 2020. And this one takes place in about 2045. And then the new video game coming out is 2077. So it's all in the same timeline. Mm-hmm. And, uh, the whole thing about Red is why it's called Red is because, uh, obviously Cyberpunk is all about the corporations being, uh, in control and pretty much running things and being jerks. And, uh, there was a big war, the fourth corp war between, uh, two of the biggest, uh, biggest corporations that the military corp, like military weapon corporations, Arasaka, who are Japanese and Militech went to war, pretty much ended up being a world war. And, uh, other than, uh, nukes and also aerial uh, bombardment from, uh, space with, uh, giant rocks being thrown places, it pretty much screwed up the whole world and uh, kind of reset the groundwork for the game. And so now the the after that the corporations kind of got their asses kicked. So the government's kind of took a little bit of control back. So kind of even the playing ground. They're not the be all end all anymore. The corporations. But it's called Red Time of Red because uh, all that aerial bombardment knocked a bunch of uh, dust into the air. So it's uh, pretty much the sky is always red. Got a red tinge. I guess people in California know what that's like because lately it's uh, <laughs> right. uh, unfortunately been a bit too true. But uh, yeah, so it's that a lot kinda... of this book is a little too true. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But uh, yeah, so you're playing uh, these runners that like they invented a lot of these terms like net running and stuff like that. It's all invented from this video game. And uh, he even says that when he made the first game, he never even read Neuromancer yet. It was based more on uh, Blade Runner and. Uh, Another book called, uh, what was the other book called? What's, uh, blue. No, no, that was later. That was much later. Which came first then, uh, in, in this, I guess in the, in the RPG versions? Did Shadowrun come first or did oh, Cyberpunk no. come first? No, Shadowrun was much, much after, after Cyberpunk. Okay. All the Shadowrun yeah. stuff was based on Cyberpunk. I'm telling you, this is like early on, like these, this stuff. Uh, yeah. And other than that, I guess we can get into all the different 
types of people you can play and kind of, kind of, I think the main kind of gameplay, not necessarily the only one is it's really heists and you're playing a bunch of runners trying to go steal stuff or protect somebody or classic RPG kind of stuff. Like, I mean, video game RPG kind of stuff. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and, uh, oh, that's another thing with the new, uh, cyberpunk red also. It's, uh, the net has been corrupted. There's like black ice, which are like these, these sentient kind of, uh, programs running around all through the net so there is no internet it's there's only local nets which uh, makes it so that the net runners in the game mechanics have to go on missions they can't just sit back at home and do their stuff they have to be with you <laughs> so no you're sitting on the couch yeah you can't just hack from your couch yeah so that's a that's a major thing that i think they changed from 2020 even that now the net runners have to be there so you can uh it's a little more exciting yeah. for them too, I guess. I think it's, if you're I playing think them, it's good canon to actually give them a reason to actually get out. Yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah, and also once again, the internet is a bane to many a role playing game because it's too easy to find information. So the moment you get rid of the internet and you find a logical reason why it's gotten rid of, I think it helps a lot. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, uh, Brian, you uh, read up on some of the. Uh, basic mechanics. Do you want to go into uh, how the game plays? Sure. It's, uh, there's, you know, a lot of similarities you can draw from other uh, tabletop RPGs that are out there right now. Uh, D&D is obviously, you know, the, the quintessential one. Uh, so in, in a similar fashion, like on a, a player's turn, you have like, you know, a move and then an action. Uh, and an action, they've got a, a, you know, a nice long list of, of categories which could be you know making an attack getting in the vehicle standing up you know grabbing something holding an action running um all sorts of stuff like that um and then uh that that really gets like down into the the nitty-gritty uh and then you also have a similar kind of style of when it comes to like okay i want to do x you know i want to throw this grenade i want to take this shot I want to hack the planet, uh, <laughs> which you typically do uh, for a lot of these is uh, it's a D10 based system. So um, basically you have, uh, it looks like D10s and D6s are kind of your main dice pool. Mm-hmm. And, um, and you basically take, uh, there, there'll be, you know, a specific stat that uh, these characters will have uh, towards things. And that'll be like reflexes, uh, dexterity, um, I forget, I forget the whole list. There's there's a good... Let's see if I do the math correctly. There's, uh, I think, ten of them. Uh, ten. ten core stats. And um, and so you take that, that core stat, um, and then you add in an, an applicable skill if your character is kind of trained, essentially, in something. And then you take your D10 roll. And, um, and that'll often be going against like some kind of uh i think it's difficulty value dv is their uh term for it and so you're trying to get that and so like a simple task will have like a a dv of nine is the number you're trying to hit and then um and then they have similar kind of things for opposing roles so a defender will have their stat and a skill and their d10 so you kind of roll off and kind of compare and um the uh they also do kind of have a little critical uh and a failure system which is kind of fun so if you roll a 10 uh basically what you you know a natural 10 you roll another d10 and you add that to your score 
Um, <laughs> though th- this one's kind of interesting. If you roll a natural one, I believe you roll another d10 mm-hmm. and you subtract. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, critical oh, successes wow. and critical failures. So That's ridiculous. I know it's it's kind of crazy, but they also have this kind of fascinating luck mechanic, which is before you roll, you can uh, you, like your character has a pool of luck points, as it were, and um, based on on your luck statistic, and I believe it refreshes like every game session. Yeah, um, uh, I, I imagine that's kind of up to the players. Like, all right, we took a break, so. Um, but basically, you can like pull from your luck pool to add uh, to your result. And um, I think I'm trying to see if that. I think you can do it. It's it, it is before you roll. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So you, you have to do, have you have to, to declare it before. It before yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah. So if you think you're gonna fail, you're like, well, I better throw some luck into this, yeah, or you, it's something really important. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, um, and there'll be, I think there's some other things that could increase your dice pool, um, a little bit. So, uh, and like, um, like weapon damage is where I think a lot of the D6 rolls will come into play. Um, so that'll be like you, you roll, uh, to hit kind of successfully and then you'll be rolling the damage that you do from there. Um, and so that's, you know, like, like a lot of, um, you know, our RPGs out there, that, that's kind of where a lot of the, the focus is on, um, as far as a mechanic goes. And then from there, you know, the, the narrative and, and your, your GM is going to kind of craft the story and those scenarios that make you do those roles and, and try those things. So, uh, at, at its, its root, it seems like a, a fairly straightforward system. Um, it's just kind of a matter of getting, uh, things lined up a little bit and uh, I think I'll throw it over you know as far as like stats go and knowing what goes with what but for that I think I'll, I'll throw it over to uh, Pat because you were looking at the character creation yeah I was uh, part of any of the new role-playing games that I ever get uh, involved with uh, making characters is always the best part and the funnest part for me mm-hmm. uh, so I really read up on uh, the character creation here for cyberpunk red uh, we dabbled with it with the jump start, and in the jump start, you only got what's called the street rat template, which basically gives you uh, a pre-generated outline, and you roll a d10, which determines which row, and then it gives you predetermined amount of stats. And then, there, like we were talking about, there are ten stats. You got your intelligence, your reflex, your dexterity, your tech, your cool, your will, and your luck, uh, and your empathy. Uh, and then there were uh, there are a couple of derived ones uh, that you could get. Uh, and then with the cyber, with the coming of Cyberpunk Red, they're giving you two new uh, ways of generating a character. One is called the Edge Runner, which is still a template method, uh, like the Street Rat. But now you there's some loose areas where you can customize your role. Uh, you're still using a pre-generated template to roll your stats, but then you get to, uh, it gives you a set set of numbers and then you can assign those attributes to those numbers. Uh, D&D has a similar thing too, doesn't it? Yeah. You're rolling, you're rolling a pre, a predetermined column of random numbers for each stat. Mm -hmm. Uh, 
the the two another common what Street Rat and Edge Runner temp uh, character generation package is that you all your gear and your skills are pre generated uh, according to a list of whatever role you you take. Uh, and we were talking about it, and there so there the cla- the basically the classes are called roles, and there are ten roles. Uh, you have the Rocket Boys, which are uh, any kind of uh, performance art slash TV personality. Solos are like your bodyguards, your uh, assassins, your killers, your mercenaries, kind of a thing. Uh, your net runners are your, of course, your, your, basically what it says, your cybernetic, uh, post net, uh, internet hackers. Your techs are your mechanics and your inventors and anyone who has, can, deals with any kind of machinery. Your med techs are your healers, doctors, cyber medics, things like that. Uh, then you have your medias. Which are kind of like uh, social influencers or reporters, you know, trying to get the story, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, this is another way that uh, they predicted the future, that, that these influencers would be – because this is right from the original game too, like these medias. That yep. it's, it's like, yeah, we're living in a world of these kind of people. <laughs> yeah, they're like private news reporters kind of. Of course, then you got your execs, the guys who work for the man. Uh, you got your lawman, which are basically kind of like your solos, but they actually kind of follow the law. They're not yeah, they're cops. Yeah. <laughs> they they also cops. work they for be, the man. <laughs> in a sense, but you know, they could be bounty hunters in a sense too, like that, but they still follow. Or all, they protect but, neighborhoods or, yeah. Yeah. Uh, then you got your fixers, or basically who are your guys that make the deals, get your jobs, who, uh. Fast talkers. Your fences, your fences, basically. Yeah, fence, yeah. And then the last set of roles is your nomads. These are the guys who transport stuff. Uh, drivers road, yeah <laughs> yeah they basically road pirates mad max kind of think mad max kind of a, in that sense yeah um, it's a, it's a nice variety that's for sure mm-hmm. yeah so and then the third way of creating a is the complete package what they call it so um basically the gm assigns you a number of points that you assign to your stats and the point uh, depending on which level of character your GM wants you to be, those point ranges uh, range from 50 to 80 points. Uh, the game recommends 62, which is kind of reg- what they call the regular hero. So you get 62 points to uh, d- uh, divide that up amongst your stats, with the only restriction being no stat can be lower than 2 and no stat can be higher than 8 at creation. So you can't just uh, do the old D&D, drop all your uh, low stuff into your <laughs> charisma. <Yes>. and <laughs> One has something has to be two, at least two. Mm-hmm. Um, and then skills, you're, you have, there's a wide list of skills. I'm not going to even go into yeah, it. Yeah, there's tons. The yeah. list is huge. Yeah. Uh, but in skills, you get 82 points to put into your character. And that's just the more where you get to customize your characters where you're not – following a template anymore. You can kind of make the the solo who's more bounty hunter, so you can kind of give them more detective skills than, say, what? Um, are you focusing uh, on a certain weapon or, you you know, yeah, certain definitely. things? This all reminds me of Call of Cthulhu very much. They, it's very similar to that where you're, you want – you're assigning – there's tons of lists of skills and you're assigning points to those skills. Yes, and the only limitations in the skill is that no skill can be higher than six. And there's a small list of skills um, that require you to have at least two levels in, and I won't list that either. Um, yeah, 
And to get your gear, whereas everything is pre-generated in the Street Run Edge Runner, in the complete package, you get your gear, you get uh, 25 to 2,550 euro bucks, which is the money, or EBs, to equip yourself. And then you get an additional 800 after you equip your thing to for fashion or fashion wear. Uh, one of the things about this 800 extra that you get, if you don't use it all, you lose it. Yeah. <laughs> so... Uh, in the street run edge runner, everything is pre-generated for you, but you do also get an extra 500 EBs to buy extra stuff. Right. And then, so since we're talking about cyberpunk, there's of course cyberware that kind of replaces your bodies with mechanical parts. Uh, and one of the stats that, um, that you have is called humanity. That's uh, basically derived from your body and willpower stat. And humanity basically is the measure of how well you interact with the people in the world around you. And if your humanity drops below zero, you get what's called cyberpsychosis. <laughs> and this, <laughs> so this is basically you're more machine than man at this point. Yeah, you just go nuts yeah. and start killing people, or yeah, yeah, you become pretty much yeah. become an NPC at that point. <laughs> Trace like homicide mania, a mental your association. I miss, <laughs> I misspoke. Your humanity is determined by your empathy. For every one point of empathy you have, you get ten points of humanity. Uh, body and willpower is your hit points. Yeah, so uh, it's every time you get a cyberware, it drops your humanity, right? Yeah, and your empathy and humanity are linked. So for every ten points of humanity you lose, you're going to lose one point of empathy. Oh, even drops your actual stat too, eh? <laughs> That's right, exactly. And then, um, and one of the main things I'm going to point out about losing humanity with cyberware installation is that there is a thing where you can seek therapy. It takes your character out of the game for a couple of months. But it helps you with the loss of empathy. So you can lose your humanity, but still keep your empathy then. Oh, but you're still, it still limits how much cyberware you can have. You yes. couldn't keep doing that to get more cyberware. It just stops you from being unempathetic. That, that is correct. That's cool. So well, you can never get, uh, but once you hit your humanity hit zero, no matter how much empathy you have, basically <laughs> what you got to do then is hand your character to the gym because you probably just created the next NPC serial killer. <laughs> yeah. You're, now your characters have to go stop that guy. <laughs> yeah. And uh, one thing to mention in the book is that there's these great, uh, I don't know what you want to call it, trees mm -hmm. that kind of walk through the whole thing. You know, you pick the, the it's, package it's like, you want, and it's like uh, boxes with arrows. You follow Walks you through it, yeah. You go to the it, next box. Gives you and even gives you page numbers. Yeah, it's it's got a, a fun like background creator for your character um, that goes through oh, yeah, things. Your your life path. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your life like, path. What, but what kind of ed tech are you? And I will about your partner. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, it gives you a lot, whole backstory that the GM can play with. But I will also say that in the PDF that we have. I assume this is going to be the official PDF. The, all the page numbers are clickable too. It'll take you to if, when you click on it, it automatically goes to where you want to go to, which is awesome. I did not know that. Or I, was, I did not uh, either. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, no need to scroll. You just click on them. Yeah, it's great. It's uh, all hyperlinked. Not, yeah, there. Uh, you know, in researching, uh, I like to make my own characters, especially with the new ones. So I was messing around with the the complete package route, and I couldn't find a good. Online PDF editable, edible, editable, editable. <laughs> I couldn't find a character sheet that tasted really good. Well, it always tastes like paper. I wonder. It's because the game's not out yet. Maybe it's because once the game comes out officially, either people will make their own or they might release an official one too. Well, 
I mean, that being said, I went to the web, the company's website. They don't even have the latest character sheet up. Yeah. Even but, because but, uh, you could still use that character sheet for the jumpstart. Yeah, but it doesn't have as much stuff on it. But uh, I, I bet by the time this comes out, because it'll be on release day, that I think they'll have a lot more stuff on their webpage. They're going to update yeah. it all. So, well, I printed the one hopefully. out of the out of the book, and I just been kind of using a pen and paper. <sighs> what? Like, like some. What? Like some kind of savage. You're a neo luddite. Yeah, I'd that's not write my character out. Oh God, that's not the cool thing about this. Uh, that, speaking of neo luddites, there's tons of uh, gangs, there's tons of corporations, there's a lot of background that's involved, and they will be coming out with more books to detail more of it. But there's a lot of it in here too, and uh, because it is a fully fleshed out world that's been going for what thirty years, like it's it's pretty crazy. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm, there's yeah. I, I remember yeah. Cyberpunk around the same. I discovered Cyber, Shadowrun and Cyberpunk at the same time. So if Sh- Cyberpunk's been around before Shadowrun. Then who knows how much longer? Yeah, eighty eight was when this came out. And I looked it up. Shadowrun's eighty nine. So it's a year later. Shadowrun came out. <laughs> so they must have read it and they're like, hey, we could add magic to this. But uh, yeah, it's so there's a huge backstory, huge like Neo or Night City where you actually play the game, like or you don't have to, but that's the main setting is a fully fleshed out world. They have maps of it and there's like you go on their website, there's actual website for uh Night City that you can go on to that has like it's like you're going to a real city. Like it's in conjunction with a new video game too, so it's it has a lot of the cool background. But there's it's crazy how much information. Of course, uh during Cyberpunk Red, they a nuke did go off in the middle of the city, so there's there's parts of it you can't actually go to, but <laughs> but but uh, it's pretty pretty in depth. Anything else in the character creation? Anything else to uh, talk no, about I there? Think that's it. In the, that's it in a nutshell. I mean, I don't want to give too much away because yeah. if you like me, you kind of like building your own character. So that's basically if you're looking to start quickly. Uh, I can't even remember what it's called. Uh, I just talked about it too. The, 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 the street rat. The street rat one? is yeah. super fast. But if you want to go super fast, but you kind of want to kind of customize yours a little bit, then the edge runner. The, the edge runner, yeah, the, I, I do like that they have kind of like here's our template character method, or here's like a slightly fast, yeah, you know, a little bit yep. more customized, but especially still very fast. It's what nice you what ground. you want out of it, yeah, complete yeah. package, a good hybrid system, rat. yeah. But you can get someone started who who doesn't want to take a generic character out of the book. Yeah, some people like that. All, some people, yeah, some people like the generic characters, but. Yeah, some people don't want to waste that time making the character. And, like, this system's relatively quick. It's not horrible. It's no riffs or something like that, which takes days to do. But it's also, you know, it's probably, I'd say it's about the same length as doing, like, a D&D character or Call of Cthulhu. Like, those are the games oh, I yeah. know best. I mean, yeah. the, long, the longest part is sitting there flipping through the skills. That's yeah. Probably, with I'm thinking of your name. <laughs> and your style. That's what I say. It's all about the style in this game. It's, uh, what is there... It's style over substance. Attitude is everything. Always take it to the edge and break the rules. <laughs> that's their that's yep. their motto yes. for these. <laughs> I I will mention that the cyberware is a major thing in this game, and it's it's kind of cool because not everything takes your humanity because there is fashion wear, which is neat. That mm-hmm. you can just just rent like you can make up your own, but they also have a description of some of the fashion stuff. Change and color, you get eyes that change color whenever you want it. There or, or like uh, watches built into your skin, or you know. Really cool tattoos, obviously, that you can change. <laughs> but, uh. Yeah, I forgot about tattoos. 
Uh, then there's neural wear, which uh, enhances your reflexes and mental abilities. Cyber optics, which obviously is your eyes. Cyber audio, which is your hearing and uh, auditory abilities. And then there's the internal body cyberware, which is like uh, you can get your organs and stuff removed. And external body stuff wear is like uh, skin mods and stuff like that. And then there's cyber limbs, which I know we were playing cyber. We played the uh, jumpstart kit for a while. And Pat, all the time, his whole thing is he wanted a uh, a gun in his arm. He was That's all he wanted. <laughs> <laughs> so so now you can do it now you can have gun arms pat yes and then there's the borg wear which they call it which is the a lot of the gangs like there's certain gangs that just replace whole parts of their body like their head's not even their own head anymore and their brain's just encased in in chrome so it's it's there's a lot of choices like even if you you can go from you know a little bit of cyberware. You can actually technically go no cyberware, all the way up to nearly full body replacements. So it's there's a lot of c- cool stuff with that. If you're into the futuristic kind of uh, well, the cyberpunk feel. If you read any of those cyberpunk books, I did find the the book that he based the game off of was uh, was called Hardwired by Walter John Williams, and that was the one that came out in be- or around just around Neuromancer. Neuromancer was pretty much the first cyberpunk book, but so that uh, he based it on that, and actually the guy who wrote that book was one of his uh, one of his uh, original uh, uh, people who tested the game. So it's he had it right oh, from nice. the beginning, built in with this That's guy. Awesome. So yeah, so it's uh, it's pretty cool, right from the ground up. Uh, Mike Pondsmith has uh, been into the cyberpunk for like I say thirty thirty two years, I think it is. So yeah. <laughs> He's in depth, and if you're into that new video game coming out, this is a great way to to play more of it with your friends instead of just because I think it's just a solo game right now. They haven't done uh, well, they haven't even. We'll see when it comes out, but they haven't got multiplayer is in the far future. They kind of implied so. If you want to play this some cyberpunk, kind of, yeah, it reminds me of like when I played the the um, the Shadowrun video game. Like it really got me wanting to play mm-hmm. the tabletop game. So I, I I can only think that uh, the, the new cyberpunk game is going to do a lot of the same. Um, where the the system like we we only had a chance to like give a, a quick overview of it, um, but it, it looks really solid. Uh, it doesn't look overly complicated like uh, some other systems can can kind of get overwhelmed uh, with, with like okay in this specific scenario like these are all the things you have to take into account. It's it's fairly straightforward yeah and uh one, one section I'd, i'm really curious on uh how well it plays is the hacking uh stuff because that's yeah, always, net running yeah yeah that it's it's always been i think a tricky part um i i remember i went to a convention once and one of the, the creators of Shadowrun uh was speaking there and he was talking about uh when they were transitioning from uh basically to the wireless uh, this is this is several years ago now. Um, I think it might have even been like fourth or fifth edition of that game was just coming out. Um, but he was talking about like it had always been the trouble of all right. Then you have your your hacking player goes and they do a session with the GM and the rest of the players out you know, taking a smoke yeah. break or something like that. So like all these games, I think have really taken that into account and recognized like that's not really fun for everybody uh so uh and my my brief look through these rules 
definitely makes it look like it's it's still a fairly fast paced thing. It's not it's not like the whole game grounds to a halt uh, for for the net runners to do their their stuff. Um, it, it's it's still very much keeping with the the regular flow of the game, and it's just yeah. something. That, Someone else has got okay. I'm I'm just achieving these objectives at the same time. Yeah, instead of uh, shooting your gun, this person's going hacking something because you're they're in the environment, so they're just they have mm-hmm. to you know the other people are trying to protect them while they're doing their job if they're getting attacked at the same time. Yeah, so it's true. it's yeah, it's just another form of combat. It just it's not the same combat the other guys are in, but it'd be the same time though. It's it's simultaneous, <laughs> which is cool. Yeah, I, I think I think that's a good measure. That's a good yeah. way to do it. And they, yeah, they, they solved the issue of having to have the guy there a great way. Like, thematically, it wasn't just like, yeah, okay, mm-hmm. this is the way it works. So, yeah, I, I don't know if there's anything else to say other than uh, check it out. If you're interested, it does come out November 14th, I think is the release date, which should be the d- date of this podcast. It was supposed to coincide with the 27-7 release date, which but that's been pushed back to at least December at this point. So, unfortunately, their big plans got a little ruined, but at least the uh, the role-playing game is still coming out. <laughs> Yeah. And uh yeah, if they're if they're anything like what they've done before, they put out tons of uh supplements, which is great. They've mm-hmm. cuz uh I have the old 2020 rules and there's I don't know how many books. There's tons of books for that system, like that uh, level. So uh and, it'll And maybe this, you know, maybe this game can kind of hold you over until that video game comes out. Yeah. <laughs> so, it's a good way to do it. Yep. And uh, we got to thank uh, our Talosaurian for sending us the copies. It's uh, mm-hmm. copies of the PDF, and uh, which nowadays that's all you really need. Although I do want, I'm going to buy the hardback. There's not a question. Oh yeah, I definitely prefer the hardback. <laughs> I do too. I like it. I have it right in front of me. I don't know with the with the hyperlinking in the actual PDF. That's pretty awesome. You don't have to flip <laughs> lately, through the book. Lately, I've been lately I've been kind of when making characters, I've been keeping uh, a PDF open and the book open, so yeah. I can. Kind Two different sections both. at the same time. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I, I, I the, the irony of the this highly advanced super cyber game, and it's like we want the hardcover book. <laughs> well, I want it for the collection, but I find that nowadays yeah. Yeah, I yeah. don't like reading uh, RPGs in in any kind of hardware. I'm always uh, I like it in the PDF form now, just so you can flip through it easy. It's you can have like ten. In your one tablet, you can have 10 different RPGs sitting right there. To, you know, It's so much nicer. But I do like the collection. I, I'm a collector at heart, so I do I have to have the hard copy, I mean, I too. Like, I like the books sometimes. Uh, books don't hurt when you fall asleep while you're reading as much as... Ta- and you drop in a tablet in your face? I, I'm, yeah. I can't say I haven't done that. <laughs> so but that's you- mainly one of the main reasons why I like the books. Yeah, they still hurt when they fall in your face, but... <laughs> Not like I got took a corner in the eye the other day. <laughs> well, you, well, you know, put your book down before you're done. Well, you know, I blame I blame Brian Young. Yeah, were you reading Honor's Gauntlet? I was. Uh, yeah, that's another thing with uh, Cyberpunk. There's a lot of cool fiction too. Actually, in the uh, in this book, there's a couple of short stories that uh, kind of set you up through the different eras of the game, get you where you're going, and t- give you the feel of the world, which is fun. Including Johnny Silverhands in two of them, at least, with uh, who Keanu Reeves plays in the uh, video game. So that's kind of cool. Johnny Silverhands. So he's a rocker boy. He's a uh, he's classic uh, musician. Causes people to riot. It's pretty fun. That's another I thing. With the way you, pl- I looked at the the timeline and I just happened to glance at 2020. 
carbon plague incident. Uh, <laughs> there is a, that's another thing I should have mentioned at the beginning. It is an alternate history. It starts in 1990, yeah. which would have been the future when the original book was made. So mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's an alternative history slash future. Like it kind of, it started yeah. off different from where we are, but not that different. <laughs> the distant future of 1996. With yeah. the collapse of the United States. Yeah. And the Nomad Riots. I remember those. Good days. Good old days. But yeah, so it's it's fun times. Check it out. And thanks again. And uh, we'll be back for a real episode soon. We'll be back in December. December? Yes. Yep, two weeks. Wow, it's already December. Soon. I Crazy. Your, I, think it's your, I think it's your turn. I think it is my turn. I gotta think of something. <laughs> Until then, I've been Rob. I've been Brian. And I've been Chopper. Thank you, and bye-bye. This has been Mobile Armor Radio. Join our Facebook group by searching for Mobile Armor Radio. Find us on Twitter, at Radio. Find us on iTunes, and visit our website, mobilearmorradio.podbean.com. Join us on the first of every month for more mecha discussion. 